bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchising industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats Podcast. Welcome to the Franchise Canada Chats Podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisors, franchisees, and industry leaders who give on-the-pulse expert advice and insight. I am your co-host, Rena, And I'm your co-host, Trisha. This is Season 2, Episode 16. And Trisha, who do we have today? We got to speak with Beyond the Classroom's franchisee, Tamara Lanou. Uh, Beyond the Classroom is a tutoring organization focused on boosting confidence in children that they tutor. Their highly trained tutors work with families to customize tutoring sessions, providing exactly what their students need. In this episode, we get personal and discuss Tamara's midlife career change, burnout, and how her franchisor has become and continues to be a support system. Enjoy the episode. I, I really noticed in the... Um submissions is that it was expressed that there's no business experience and I'd like to rephrase that in the terms of no traditional experience uh, (laughs) what what were you doing career education background before you became a beyond the classroom franchisee I worked in the nonprofit industry my pretty much my entire career uh, focused mostly on mental health uh, various roles from support, uh, case manager, to education and health promotion. It was really, um, you know, just really worked hard and got paid really poorly <laughs> for many years. Um, almost like a different type of passion project. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, in well, some way. Okay. Like, how did you transition into business experience? <laughs> well, with lots of help, and it's I, it's still happening. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's I think that there's definitely elements of what I always did that um, uh, blend really well with what I'm doing with Beyond the Classroom. So I don't know if it would have been. Um, success if I'd be successful owning different types of franchise but maybe that I don't know but the business side of it like I mean you get to be a certain age and I think you can just see how I'm a very practical thinker so I I didn't realize how much this stuff appealed to my brain I always was more focused on helping people And, and is that how you, how did you kind of hear about Beyond the Classroom? I know the franchiser, Kathy, uh, the founder, the uh, brilliance behind it all. She, we actually worked together in the mental health field many years ago. Okay. And um, you just decided to join after that? Can you kind of walk us through mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I, what happened, and it's becoming more and more prevalent, um, I'll use a term called burnout. I, I think that's what happened to me in terms of working in the industry that I was in. I was traveling a lot, um, you know, struggling financially, uh, working way more than what I should have been. Um, no boundaries, like all the bad stuff. <laughs> and it catches up on you. Uh, I needed a change. I needed something different. And I knew... Um, 
one of the other franchisees, uh, another franchise owner um, for Beyond the Classroom. I know her personally and through work, mostly through work. But so I just called her and I asked her how, like, because she did the transition a couple of years prior to me for different reasons, but worked for many years in mental health and then did this business. And it was Kathy's business who we knew and worked with. And I'm like, what's going on, you guys? <laughs> you know, they taught my, yeah, because like they're smart and they were people that, um, you know, we didn't work together um, every day, but we worked on projects and committees together and I always respected them and we had a good relationship. So I trusted both of them. Um, and many levels. So I just, yeah, I talked to Cheryl and, and Milton and she just, her experience had been so positive so far in her journey and that it was just, I just did it. <laughs> I thought, all right, tell me more. <laughs> How do I sign up? And then uh, I'm going to try and get a bit of the timeline here, if that's okay with you. Um, so from your initial meetings um, or just even chatting with Kathy and then doing some other research and preparations with Cheryl is what was the timeline like between those conversations to where you are now? So I would say the conversations with Cheryl started maybe like spring 2017 and um, I purchased the franchise in August of 2017. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was able to get some money <laughs> and <laughs> I did it and we got started right away. Um, that was my goal and it worked out. And yeah, so I'm going to be celebrating two years this August. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. This is where we'll have a, a sound, <laughs> sound break of applause for Cue you. Applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, okay, so within that uh, timeline itself, what other research or preparation did you do prior to opening the franchise? I mean, August is a very opportune time, wouldn't it be as well for schools? Yeah. To, for what? Uh, for, for schools and classes being opened. Oh, and, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so other research or preparation beyond chatting with... Uh, no. Not no. much. I mean, I didn't know anything about tutoring, to be honest. I'd never been tutored. I had never used the tutor for my children. Um, it was more. It was more the business side of it that appealed to me. Like I needed, not needed. I wanted very much um, make money, and that was a, a goal. I was very open about in the beginning <laughs> still am actually uh, but that excites uh kathy our franchisor so too because i mean they're very passionate about we all are very, very passionate about wanting to help people but remember i was burnt out from that when i started mm -hmm. this journey um i didn't have much more left to give and so i didn't see it so much as a way of giving as much of um, a way for me to make some money and um, I knew they were doing that so I trusted them and you know it's been awesome because as all you go through like healing and, and learning and 
growth and all that stuff, it, I found that passion to help again. And that's one of the best parts about this particular business is that I'm still helping and getting that feedback on how I'm helping, but I'm making money. I'm not really having to travel all across the country running around ragged to, to help support these people. I know this is where we'll also have uh, more applause breaks happening <laughs> as you thank you <laughs> rediscovered <it's> your true <laughs> no exactly it's rediscovering your passion for helping people manifesting right. in a different way um, yeah and yeah I re I really love this like juxtaposition that you're like I have burnout I didn't really have much to give yeah. I'm gonna be my own boss <laughs> I think it's yeah. really like a lot of people might be experiencing that like a lot of our listeners so to kind of know that you can kind of find your it's own way. doable yeah it's totally yeah. doable because you know like now I'm into doing all this other stuff around <laughs> uh, I was learning about my ego last night and and all these things it's like oh my god that's so true like I was afraid to that if I you know did this that I get so busy that I get back into that burnout again but mm -hmm. it's not happening it's finding a new way of doing things it's really kind of cool it gets kind of deep but but that's part of this, this whole um starting over piece I guess yeah 100 percent I mean how do you make sure that that you don't like you don't kind of experience the same burnout because you know you know running mm. a business you have your own goals and um yeah Especially initially, there's be a lot of things you kind of have to to do on your own, and and you don't have the experience as well with it. So, I could say definitely last year, I think I was still there. You yeah. know, like I was still in that. Um, it's like it's the whole. It's not just in your mind too, but it's the lifestyle. Like so, working from home was new for me. Like I did a bit before, but every day. Um, all the distractions, blah, blah, blah. But there's lots of supports out there, like Facebook um, fempreneur groups and stuff like that. And, um, you know, some even meet up and get together. And they talk about this sort of stuff. And it's kind of neat because it's, it's, it's support for you as a person making that transition. And that's what's helped me. Because you learn at different times I absorb different you know messages and so I'm at this idea now where when that's happening I have to just sort of do something different mm -hmm. get up and do something different so take the dog out for a walk now instead of waiting until eight o'clock every night because that's when I had to walk him before well wow. <laughs> I was working all day long right but now it's like hey I can walk him at one o'clock if that's what needs to be done for me to you know so little things like that I think is what's helping me um, prevent that part and also boundaries too it really boundaries. does sound oh, sorry go ahead. yeah with everything like I mean the type of work I did before it was hard not to get um, engaged in some people's issues there's a lot of trauma that I was hearing and helping people with and not really supported myself to be doing that and so mm -hmm. um, I find that the the way that Beyond the Classroom operates is that it's really the tutors that are providing that role in my work and I'm 
I have that more distance where I can clearly, because I'm good at that, right? I'm good at problem solving and helping people work through things, but I need that distance is what I've learned. <laughs> that will help me uh, from getting too involved too. So It really doesn't sound like you're achieving a work-life balance, this elusive work-life balance. <laughs> I know, right? You hear about it and you hear people saying it and you look at them sometimes and you think you're saying it, but you don't even know what it means. <laughs> and, <laughs> right? For sure, I've been there. I mean, I, but I'm an honest and open and direct person, I would say. I don't really know what that means, but uh, apparently that should be what you strive for, right? So it's different. I get that it's different for everybody. Yes. But there is definitely lots of good um, advice and tips and help out there. Do you think there are There's any? There's lots, lots of burnt out uh, caregivers who have started wellness. Uh, clinics and wellness work yeah. and stuff like that right and they're actually pretty good at it all so use them if you can yeah <laughs> do you think <laughs> uh, skills um that kind of helped you with running a business yeah, the skill, well the skills I think I don't know for sure um like I said I still need a lot of work in that area but I think some of the skills for me was like the systems related stuff the whole coordinating and developing and communicating that stuff I've done from always and and I'm good at it and I like that um I think my ability to listen and listen fully to people and then you know stick to well this is how I can help this is what I can do to help with this um is is a skill that is really helpful in this work as well. Yeah. I don't know how much it is like to the business side is like it is for my day to day business practices, but I don't know how it is in terms of growing my business, how good that is yet we'll see. <laughs> That's the fun part. Yeah. That's the fun part of yes. it. Yes, I agree. Um can you describe a bit about uh, Beyond the Classroom's initial training process? This is a bit of a two-parter question there, so why don't we start off with, can you describe Beyond the Classroom's initial training process? Yeah, so Kathy took me away for <laughs> a couple days. I know it was awesome. She took me away for took me away for a couple days. I think the first thing we did was cracked open um, some champagne and said cheers. <laughs> Um, congratulations and blah 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 and then we got busy very very busy we sat down and she took me through there was like a whole manual and we did like it was very systems focused you know like this is the day-to-day -day stuff which was awesome because I could then get started right away mm -hmm. um, she gave even like scripts you know like standard responses all that stuff it was just so helpful um, and really, she was really focusing on helping me get a quick start because she knew that that's really what I wanted. Um, I think that was what we did. Yeah, it was, you know, and she's really good because she's sort of made the same, like we've had similar pathways in, in terms of our careers, right? And um, But she's always been more business focused than me. So she was good at helping like provide a blend of business and lifestyle training as well you know like just little things here and there like so just get up now and go for a hike 
okay. So that was part of our training, right? We get up and get changed and we go for a hike because that was that getting up and doing something and balancing and all that. She was role modeling all of that to me. It was awesome. Yeah, lead by example. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, just going to, were there any challenges you encountered that training didn't prepare you for? Or yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. There were a couple things that popped up. But I thought, oh, wow, um, didn't see this coming. And, and honestly, it had never happened in the history of beyond the classroom either. So good <laughs> chuckle. She's like, wow, those are really less hard lessons to learn early. Oh, my goodness. Um, but it was more the people side of it, right? So I was able to manage it. It was just more of the afterthought of, was that normal? Did I handle it properly? What did I do? What can I do differently? And of course, Kathy was there. Um, the franchisor was available for debriefing and support throughout the whole, for everything. Like it just pick up the phone and she responds right away, right? So it sounds like a really great relationship between you, the franchisor, and the franchisee as yeah. well. Like, it sounds yeah. like open doors, open pathways of communications. And uh, it also sounds like you two respect each other on a personal level as well as a lifestyle yeah. or as a business level as well. Yeah. And you got a lot of support. Yeah. It sounds like you got a yeah. lot of support. Are there any other kind of support systems you rely on as well for this, like while you're running the business? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we have each other too as franchisees. We will um, sort of connect informally, but Usually when we all are meeting or even meeting at all, it's with Kathy. She does still maintain a franchise of her own, and I think that's why she likes to stay connected to us and relate to that side of it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think I do. I'm starting to expand that a little bit in terms of support from me, but I do feel, and, and I don't know because I don't know what other franchise experiences are or what is offered but I do feel like I get amazing support I really do what about the ongoing training yeah like so we always have quarterly um, meetings for sure at the at the least but honestly like for her I think it's different for all of us because we're all at different levels um, like I still have monthly meetings with the franchise or whether it's face-to-face -face or on the phone but and it's very focused on it's more like a business coach some of our sessions you know what I mean like she keeps mm -hmm. me accountable and on track with things and uh, gives me ideas and feedback and lots of uh, communicating that way it's, it's just is awesome and mm -hmm. it's regularly enough for me at this point like it, it's what I need I think Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's just uh, that the, the gentle touch as opposed to like an over bombardment yeah. or even the lack thereof, anybody there. Yeah. Exactly, right? Yes, exactly. With um, Kathy's style, is it very much memo based? Is it, you know, in person based? Is she using any tools or apps uh, that, that assist the other franchisees? Hmm. No, well, we. Um... No, typically email <laughs> or phone or in person um, is how things go with us. Um, we did recently use an online um, tool that we're developing 
or I don't know if it's ready. I think it's ready anyways. I think it's been developed for um, some possible use with the tutors. So we used that um, in one of our last meetings, and it was really helpful because I was preparing, like, using a template, a document, and so I could, we could put it up on the computer screen and also still talk about it and, like, she could, we could touch it. It was kind of fun, actually, just experimenting, <laughs> doing things, different things. So we're, we always try uh, different ways, whatever works best. But uh, recognizing, like, travel sometimes gets in the way, so we have to do the, like, she'll even do a Skype if that's what you want. She's very flexible. Yeah, you're, it sounds like you're also embracing new technologies as well that you yeah. might not have had in your previous uh, work life. No, no way. Like... <laughs> Remember, nonprofit charity, right? <laughs> Version zero zero point one. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's like that's one of the, like the best things about running a franchise, as opposed to like starting your own business, is all this like support that you get. It's like you don't really feel alone. Um, what's your favorite part about running a franchise? Ooh. That's a good question. I didn't answer that one on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's like blank. Why didn't I answer that? I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is. I Not think a- it's so many. I think it's so many things. Like I'm, I feel like I'm part of something still in terms of a, a team um, having the brand, right? So when I hear other people talk about beyond the classroom, I'm proud. It's good. So that part of it I like. Like I ran into an old colleague of mine a couple weeks ago, and she, like, we don't live in the same cities. And so she said, oh, yeah, my daughter has a tutor from beyond the classroom. And it just, you know, and it was going well. And I don't know, it just I like that. So that was cool. I like that part of it, but I really liked and I don't know if it's like this with all franchises, but I guess just having that prepackaged sort of like systems, everything set up, here you go, boom, get started. Uh, I, I didn't have the time. I, I wouldn't have had the patience or the, I don't think even the right support to start something on my own and grow from that. Yeah. Um, okay, take me back about, two years ago to the spring of 2017. If you met yourself when you first started the business, what advice would you have for yourself? Hmm. Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Breathe. Slow down. Um, Yeah. I was very uh, anxious back then. Um, And so I think some of the energy, now that I'm learning all about this energy stuff, I think some of the energy might have blocked some of the, I could have probably had earlier success. I, I, I think everything I did was successful. I think that the results were all successful, but I think that would just be it really. is just to be, I hate saying this, be patient or calm down. I don't like those sort of cliche sayings, but that's sort of the message. Somehow, I would have say I would say that. <laughs> Just be patient; it'll happen. It's it's a good thing. Just follow 
surrender, <laughs> surrender to the process. Uh, it's because it was a lot of risk and fear around uh, the decisions that were being made, and yeah, just that it'll be okay, that you'll be, that you're safe, and everything will be okay. And we're going to continue that mantra for the next two, four, six, eight, ten years, I guess. Yep. <laughs> you got it. So what's next for you and your business? <clears throat> growth. The G word, growth. <clears throat> I've already got my eyes on territory expansion. It wasn't something, I mean, if you had, if, well, there were, there was talk about it last year, not with me specifically, but I thought, What? what <laughs> why would you do that but um i'm already seeing there's a lot of um development around where i live mm -hmm. and, and you know just driving around like i look at things differently now i think that i've got more of an interest in real estate now than i ever used to i'm thinking maybe that'll be my next business <laughs> be a realtor too i don't know i like those real estate shows but <clears throat> I just, I notice all the houses going up and all I do now is I look at that and I think, oh, there's more kids moving here. They're, they're going to need tutors. And plus my daughter is going into um, teacher's college, like, well, not teacher's college, but a con a education program at Brock. She starts in the fall. Oh, and so I'm just so, thank you. Uh, so I'm just so much more aware of, the teachers and the students and the tutors and I ever ever had it's like I've been awakened yeah. to all of that you know my kids were always obviously in school and there was school but it just wasn't something that was on my radar really because mm -hmm. um, you know work and everything gets in in your way and so I feel like that's how I look at everything now is through that scope and I like that it, it energizes me so I look at um, the areas around me and I think hmm <laughs> maybe beyond the classroom should should expand here and there so it, that's my goal my um what's next that's nice it also sounds that like throughout this conversation it's very clear that you are expanding your business acumen like I did not expect we would go from burnout to I'm gonna invest in real estate maybe <laughs> 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 well I get a little excited sometimes. <laughs> that's not, no, that's, I, this is a very positive thing. Keep going with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, um, okay, well, these are just some fun starter sentences. Now the lightning round. Yeah, now we're in the lightning okay. Cue our uh, soon-to-be <laughs> exciting sound cues. <laughs> uh, who wants to be a millionaire there we type, go. type style. Yes. Um, nice. And until then, except no lifelines. Yeah, there's no lifeline, <laughs> and uh, Trisha's gonna beatbox. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a pretty easy one, Tamara. It's using three adjectives. How would you describe yourself? Oh wow! <laughs> Confident, friendly, um, knowledgeable. Are those adjectives? Yes, they are. They are now. <laughs> uh, and in your own words, uh, and in, within two sentences, can you describe the franchise concept, please? So we provide Ontario certified teachers to go into homes and work one-on-one -on -one with children and provide them tutoring that best meets their individual needs. 
Yeah. 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 I don't think that's it exactly, but it was close. (laughs) (laughs) It covered the three points. (laughs) It is in your, it is today. That's the thing. Uh, Yeah. Anything goes when you say it. We believe you. Yay. Um, Do you want to tell us about a recent success your franchise uh, has accomplished uh, or alternatively about an upcoming milestone or achievement that you're excited about? Yeah, well, um, I just uh, filed my or submitted my uh, biggest sales, uh, monthly sales report in the history of the franchise. So very excited about that in terms of money. <laughs> but in terms of uh, successes and partnerships, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about moving ahead with um, some of the networking I've been doing in the community around suicide prevention. So I also am a trainer in suicide prevention. That's part of the mental health field that I carried forward. I've uh, been doing it for 19 years. So that was a bit of uh, work or experience in self-employment for me prior, but I, I, I conferences and, and speaking uh, opportunities that are happening more and more, and so it's giving me more exposure out in the community for beyond the classroom as well. So I have a few things coming up in the fall that I'm pretty excited about. Well, we look forward to hearing more about them. Yes. You'll have to give us a, a recap on, uh, on it when uh, this podcast comes out, please. Yeah, well, the, there's a one um, a request in Oakville to, to speak. I think it's a wellness conference, but it's coming from the uh, spouses of people who um, are re- married to first responders. And so they have a real issue um, with suicide in their communities. They don't talk a lot about it. So I've been connecting because I do trainings here in the community and my focus has been very much on helping the families. Now, not you know, all the professionals get training and they have training dollars and stuff. But the training that we provide is so practical uh, that every family, every household should know how to be able to help someone who's thinking about suicide. So I've been meeting so many amazing moms out there. And we talk about both, right? Tutoring and suicide prevention. Who would have thought it would be such a blend? But... Exactly. It, it is. In terms of suicide prevention, I mean, it affects everyone, but, uh, you know, the moms are the ones who take care of everybody. <clears throat> yeah. And rarely yeah. take care of themselves. Exactly, right? Rarely take that time to reflect on ourselves. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Absolutely. It's very important to the communities that really need the support and might not understand how to ask for that support either. It's true, and, and, you know, and plus, as parents, we don't always know. There's so much information about anxiety and mental health and stuff to help kids with that, but it's still really sort of hard to find uh, the help to talk about suicide because people aren't even really sure if they should be talking about it or not. So trying to uh, provide people with the information that they need at their level um, so they're more aware is um, is my goal right and so we've been providing it through all different avenues now instead of just the traditional you're a mental health worker come and take the training yes 
That's great. Maybe yeah. we can get that information from you and we'll just tack it on to the end of the podcast in case anyone listening is interested or they maybe know someone that might need the help as well. True. Yeah, absolutely. I could provide that. No problem. Slightly digress, but we'll bring it. We'll bring it back. I know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm good at that. <laughs> no, no. I think it's an extremely important topic. It is, yeah. And uh, an extremely important topic, and it's um, we're talking about it because it's normal. It, ha- it we have to normalize this. It's the only way to prevent suicide. Really, is to talk about it openly and directly. Otherwise, it's just that dark secret that people are afraid to talk about. And just, the, the kids don't always open up and get help then, right? Yeah, exactly. They might not realize they need the help. And uh, if, the more we normalize it, the more that it loses that taboo structure to it. I know. And it's still hard because people, we were all raised to not talk about it. So it's it's breaking through those barriers. So we'll get there um, yeah. more and more. Yeah. Yeah. But thank so, you for thank you for allowing me to talk about it. <laughs> and I think Trisha's gonna have to sneeze at one point. Um, alrighty, uh, we are going to continue on with the lightning round, and these ones are more of like one word answers or one sentence answers, um, and you're gonna really complete the sentence that we're saying. So, all right, ready. The most <laughs> interesting thing I've done recently is. Um, well, I participated in an energy, money, energy, master skills class. Cool. Um, are you currently watching anything on Netflix? What are you binging on Netflix? <laughs> I, I'm not. I watched, the last thing I binged on Netflix is over. There's no more episodes. Um, and it was Ozark. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Fun, good show. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is uh, one of the most enjoyable things for you to do? Just, you know, hang out with my dog. He's very cuddly. I'm one of those quiet backyard people. What type of dog do you have? He's a one-year-old Rottweiler. Um, okay, then... Alternatively, what is the hardest thing for you to do? Hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Keep my house nice and tidy and clean. <laughs> <laughs> I have two teenagers and a husband, and everybody works on different schedules. So I just, it's just constant flow here. So that would be my day-to-day thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the same views. I'm sure there's a few franchise franchises we could call to help us clean our homes <laughs> right come help organize yeah <laughs> um the most or one of the most important things in life is mm, family support loyalty or is there anyone who's had a positive influence on you as a business person oh for, well i mean i can just go on and on about kathy thompson I mean, really, she's my only um, influence at this point. I, I don't, my, I have a sister-in-law and my brother. They have both been self-employed always, and I have such a new um, perspective on them and their lives since I've been doing this, for sure, which is nice because it's enhanced our relationship. 
but definitely um, someone who's positively influenced me would be Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> um, last two questions here. The key to success is? I think the key to success is, is trying to stay positive, always, everything. I think when things are, are negative and I, I can see it so much clearer now. It's amazing. Like the awareness piece. Um, is is immense. I don't know much about it beyond that. <laughs> I'm working through that and learning that myself. But I think <laughs> I think that that's the key to success. At least that's what I've noticed uh, watching. Because you know I pay more attention to that stuff now. I don't look at it all negatively. Like who who do they think they are? I'm like, oh, that's amazing. How have they gotten there? Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, similarly, let's take the word failure, and can you redefine it for me? Like failure to you means, and we're trying to find a positive way to spin the idea of failure. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think failure, it is very um, negative in so many ways. Like, for me, like, if I say to myself, I feel like such a failure, like, that's... Um, it is very negative for sure. But I think the best thing about fail, failure or failing anything to do with fail is that what you learn from that. And if there's anything good in that, what you've learned and what can you use now to help you get through it. Because, again, not knowing how old I am or anything like that, uh, you know, you, you get to figure that out in life. Because you do, you fail all the time. <laughs> Some of us more than others, but... It, it, that's just the way it is. Um, so you have to get used to it and figure out how you're going to deal with it. Awesome. Thanks. That's, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> thank, like, thank you so much uh, for your time and your wisdom and insight. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Is there uh, any, anything else you might want to say or say to listeners or potential franchisees out there? Um. Just, you know what, everybody, just keep doing it, man. Just do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to sound cliche, but I can't think of anything other than that. It's just really, um, it's been the best thing I've done in my life for sure. Uh, you know, okay, I, 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 in addition to having kids and being married. But <laughs> I forgot about them. <laughs> At least you're doing it. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Samara. Thanks, ladies. It was a pleasure talking with you. You as well. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, visit franchisecanada.online. And if you're interested in the franchise opportunity, go to lookforfranchise.ca.